Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sometimes in this business, things happen because it is live radio or live TV, and things we'll do it live. Schedules change, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and Greg Amzinger is standing by. He's at Secaucus, New Jersey's MLB Network Studios because he's getting ready to start the 30 for 30 series. They're doing the Atlanta Braves, and Greg may have to leave us in the inter- in the middle of this interview. We don't know, but good morning, sir. What's going on? Oh, man, we're taping 30 clubs in 30 days, an exciting day. I feel like I gave you a note that said my dog ate my homework. I I really (laughs) promise you that Ronald Acuna Jr. moved up his time that we had to interview him, and that kind of threw the whole thing out of whack. I I have someone that can vouch for me. Um, This is my co-host today. Sean Casey, can you say hi to the guys? Hey, what's up, guys? I I can vouch for that. Acuna threw a surprise on us, and, uh, you know, Greg had to do his job. <laughs> no problem. Uh, Mayor, it's great to talk to you. How's everything going? Uh, we're good. I mean, I think, Sean, Sean, you're feeling good, right? I'm feeling great. I'm just glad baseball's back and, uh, you know, we're uh, we're getting ready to go. And Arenado's uh, going to be doing uh, some big things out in St. Louis. I think, too. Uh, he knows who he's speaking <laughs> to. He knows, what, uh, he knows what town he's talking to right now. We love it. So how was Acuna? He was great. You know, Sean does a breakdown tape in the interview that Ronald Acuna could watch. I'm telling you right now, you have to see the show tonight. It's going to be on MLB tonight, but the back half hour of the hour. And it is so crazy. He compares his swing to Roberto Clemente. And Ronald Acuna Jr. has never seen this before. No one ever told him that his swing was identical to Roberto Clemente. And his reaction watching the breakdown tape that Sean does is gold. It's priceless. you got to see it tonight on MLB Network. Greg, speaking of Ronald Acuna Jr., I saw this great piece on MLB.com that has a draft of players under 25. So if I'm giving you one of these three guys to start a team with, and they're relatively the same age, 22 or 23, who are you taking? Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., or Ronald Acuna Jr.? Well, I, I'm I'm obsessed with Fernando Tatis Jr. And for many reasons, uh, I love the way this kid plays the game. He's so happy every single day. He plays shortstop. To me, that I, my favorite player of all time is Ozzy Smith. I've said it numerous times, um, but I, I I just think that is a premium position. I, Juan Soto is the best hitter of the three, best pure hitter, and arguably the guy that could do something we've never seen before, which is a 50-50 player is Ronald Acuna Jr. They're all amazing, but I would take Fernando Tatis Jr. of the three because of the position and how important it is. Hey, Greg, obviously, Casey just brought up Arenado. With Arenado and a guy who metrically stacks up with the really good shortstops in the National League, DeYoung, Tommy Edmond, and Paul Goldschmidt, where do the Cardinals rank in your mind in National League defensive infields? I would put the addition of Nolan Arenado, who is the wizard at third base. I mean, I'm sorry, Brooks Robinson, but by the end of the day, we will view Nolan Arenado as the greatest defensive third baseman in the history of the game. That's how special he is. I think the Tommy Edmond at second base kind of throws it off. I'm going to go 
with the San Diego Padres. I just need to see Edmund play second base more. Jake Cronenworth, who is one of the top rookies in the National League, had a sleepy, terrific defensive season at second base. Put Eric Hosmer at first base. Uh, Nola behind the plate is pretty good. He's not Yachty, but he's pretty good. I think the Padres edge him. Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr., they're just crazy over there. So I think the, the Cardinals are the second best defensive infield in the NL, if you ask me. Greg, we had a little bit of a false alarm this week in regards to Albert Pujols and a retirement announcement. <laughs> uh, at first, we thought it was happening. Then his wife, Didi, walked back the Instagram post and said, no, not so much. And Albert and his camp have said they'll wait to decide after the season. But what do you think? Do you think this is the final season for Albert Pujols? I think Albert Pujols wants to see if there's going to be a universal DH, and that will impact everything. I, I, remember when I said at some point, Nolan Arenado will be wearing a Cardinal uniform? Yes. Remember I said that a long time ago, well, before the trade? If there's a universal DH, it's just it's the bow on top of a perfectly wrapped present. Let Albert Pools come back, and it's worth every penny to sign him to end his career one more year in a Cardinal uniform. Now, I don't know if the Angels would like that because I know they've got some service contract that he's going to have 10 years where he's going to be Mr. Angel, but the deal hasn't exactly worked out perfectly. So I think it would be incredible to have Albert Pools come back if there's a universal DH to do that to end his career in St. Louis. What are guys saying around the league about Kevin Mather and what his comments were uh, in Seattle concerning service time moving forward with the CBA? It's awful what he said. I mean, look, there's a system, and front offices have obviously been gaming the system for quite some time. Um, Jared Kelnick, who's their top prospect, kid's a stud. He's going to be amazing to watch. Uh, has every right to be upset. At the end of the day, Dan, you know this, a, a, a great organization has symmetry between players, the front office, and ownership. And when that's thrown out of whack and the players don't trust the people that are above them, that are, that are affecting their service time, that there's a problem. I mean, if you're a kid right now and you're going, which team do I want to be a fan of? And you have no skin in the game. You're just looking for one of the 30 clubs. How could you not be a fan of the San Diego Padres who locked their guys up for 14 years? They got a guy making $300 million a contract, $340 million contract, Hosmer, $144 million contract. They keep celebrating their players. They're talking about statues at press conferences for their players. That symmetry is big. It's important. And for someone like that in a powerful position, Position to make fun of their players, to clearly show a divide. There's no place for it. And, and I'm not shocked he resigned. And I think the Seattle Mariners need to start anew. They, they need to flush that front office and, and, and just recreate the culture there in Seattle. And Greg, that's, that market is a sleeping giant with as much as the population of Seattle has increased with as much money as the population of Seattle has. And a lot of those people, by the way, came from Northern California where they followed the Giants or the A's when they were good. If the Mariners could be good, that could be a heck of a franchise. I think so. And if you look at the prospects that they have, and that's one of the shows I get to do, the top prospects show on baseball, the Mariners are coming. So if you're going to get a new leadership, uh, new leadership, new CEO in the front office, this could be a sleeping giant in a winnable division. We keep waiting for the Angels to invest in all starting pitching, and maybe they've done that by adding a couple arms for them to just run away with that Western division. The Astros look like their best baseballs in the rearview mirror, uh, even though they could win it again this year, but long-term, who knows? Uh, the Seattle Mariners have every opportunity. The ballpark is pristine. Remember when King Felix was dominating King's Court? Mm -hmm. These fans love the product when it's good. And if they were able to pull it off and have another terrific 100-win season back in the day when they had Edgar Martinez DHing for them, if they could recreate that magic, it would be all. One of my, my great friends is Harold Reynolds. I wish that they would 
bring back some of their great players who are brilliant people who care about Seattle, who care about baseball in Seattle, and have them be part of the leadership of that organization. Yeah. I think it'd be great for the fans there. Hey, Greg, one other quick thing. You mentioned the Angels and starting pitching, and they and the Phillies are both rumored to be interested in Highland, Illinois' Jake Odorizzi. Odorizzi just seems to me to be a natural fit with the Angels. I, I, if they don't sign him, I don't understand what's going on with the Angels. Do you want to win? I mean, we're not talking about an $80 million contract. This is an organization that's been handing out $200 million contracts every single winter, except that one time they gave an extension to Mike Trout for $450 million. You clearly have a hole. It's leaking. Put a Band-Aid on it. Jake Odorizzi is the best Band-Aid available right now, and it's a winnable division. You go bring that guy, put him into the fold, and the Angels could easily, with, with Rysel Iglesias, who they put the back into their bullpen, I love that acquisition, they could win this division, and who knows, Go deep, and we all need to see the best player in the game right now. Well, we all know I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is the most talented. The best player in the game is still Mike Trout. We all need, if you love America's pastime, to see Mike Trout play in October and bring in Jake Odorizzi. It's a must. I think they know that he's got all the leverage that they need him, but at some point I would be shocked if he wasn't wearing the halo on the cap. That'd be great to see. As we leave, last night we were texting back and forth, and we thought that you were going to interview Ronald Acuna after we did this hit on 101 ESPN. And you said, hey, give me a question. The question was going to be, last year you hit the longest home run in the majors, 495 feet. How bummed out were you that it didn't travel 500 <laughs> right. Hey, you know what, man? How about the person that said it was four ninety five? Can we fudge it a little Come on. bit? Just fudge it a little bit. Five oh one. Is anyone gonna like press charges against you? No. Come on. Yeah. Have a feel. If it, everybody that's doing that job, if it's four ninety five, it's five hundred. Yes. Come on. Play along. It's better to tell the kids later down the road. <laughs> Absolutely. Have a great day. We will be watching tonight, and we're looking forward to it. We always love having you on. Thanks, Greg. Uh, you guys are awesome. Just so you know, I did this entire interview standing next to Sean Casey in sunglasses in front of a green screen. I'll explain later, but uh, the whole crew is standing here waiting for me to get off the phone. It's right. hilarious. We'll see you later. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Greg, Greg Amsinger, MLB Network, and you can see him tonight with Sean Casey as they start 30 teams in 30 days on MLB, MLB Network. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face -face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Looking for holiday gifts for less? Come to Ross and say yeah to making your dollar stretch on name brand toys, clothes, and gifts. Get the gift of savings this holiday from Ross. 
yes for less. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.